When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Broncos will try to right the ship at mile high on Sunday, but it will be with their backup quarterback, Brett Rippon, against a red-hot Jets team coming in with a slew of weapons. Before we get to this week's news, do me a favor and please subscribe to the channel, MHR Live, and hit the like button. It will help us all. Hey Broncos country, I'm Lori Lattimore-Volkman, and this is The Roundup. The overtime loss to the Chargers on Monday night and the hamstring injury to Russell Wilson has made for a tough week at Dove Valley. But this is the NFL, and you can't cry over a loss. You just have to get ready for the next game. And that next game for the Broncos is the J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. And it's a 4-2 Jets team, by the way, that just beat the Green Bay Packers on the road. So they're playing with confidence and coming in on fire, unlike the Broncos. In fact, Jets coach Robert Saleh may be the only person on the planet who actually thinks this Broncos team is super close to pulling it together. Regardless, He's hoping the Broncos can hold off on getting it together for just one more week. Nathaniel Hackett is as good as anyone in terms of getting people open and uh, uh, creating schemes that stress you. And so when you watch the tape, um, it is there's a lot of hard concepts to defend as we watch it. So in that regard, check. The players are doing a really nice job executing. They are... They are centimeters off in terms of creating three or four plays a game where they could be averaging 30 points a game. They've been in the red zone as much as anyone. They're just not scoring. They're not getting it across the goal line. And it's not just scoring, but there's some freak things that are happening where they're not even getting points out of their drives to the red zone. And I think uh, um, if we can just try to hold them off for one more week, that'd be, that'd be good. Broncos country, however, is praying that this is the game the team figures it all out. Earlier this week, Wilson told the press he truly believes the offense is not as far off as we think. That, uh, we have to stay focused on the, on the details, you know, stay focused on the, doing the little things right um, and, and making plays. I think that when we get opportunities to, 
to close out games. I, I think I was looking up this morning. I said, "How many games have we had? You know, what, what have the, been the scores of the games?" I think out of five, the five of the six, it's been you know eight total points difference, you know, total. Um, and uh, so, to me, I look at that as a as a as a, as a positive thing in a sense that. Um, you know, there's a lot more we can do. We can break these games away, especially how great our defense is doing. Um, so um, I think the, the the momentum, the tempo, when we can capture it, you know, feed off of that like we did. I, I think you know we got we got a big play with uh, Jerry, and the next thing you know, Dolch just gets in the end zone. Those are the kind of moments we got to have, and finding more of those, um, I think, is going to really help us. Third down and 13. Wilson gets away from Mac, throws on the run, and finds Jerry Judy. Wilson. Did what we've seen him do so many times over his career. Russell nine for nine to nine different receivers. Wide open Dulcich. First game in the NFL. Touchdown. I think um, when it comes to close games, I think there's a few things. Number one, um, I think it's just continual discipline uh, and just relaxing your mind and, and, and tough moments. Um, I think the, the second part of it is, um, you know, playmaking. You know, we've made some of them, we've made some really great ones. I think about the 49ers game when we were able to, it's a really great, as you guys know, really great defense and everything else. We were able to drive down when the game was on the line and score a touchdown and make some big plays, you know, when we needed to. And that's in us. Wilson airs it out. He's got Hamler. Hamler inside the 30. It takes great belief, unwavering belief, unwavering belief, unwavering belief, unwavering belief. And no matter what the circumstances you know, are, no matter what the score looks like, uh, no matter what's happened the play before, no matter how good or bad, you know, unwavering belief. Well, that unwavering belief will need to transfer to Brett Rippon as he'll start just his second NFL game on Sunday. Interestingly, his first game was also against the, the Jets, the Jets he led the Broncos Rippen's to a win. Air it out downfield, one-on-one coverage, and this one is oh. caught, and backing into the end zone is Jerry Judy with his first touchdown catch in his rookie season. But this is a different Jets team with a lot of playmakers on both sides of the ball. Whether it's standout corner Sauce Gardner or QB terrorizer Quinnen Williams, this defense is for real. And Wilson and the offense are going to have to play a thousand times better to avoid disaster. Well, Sauce is playing at a high level. I mean, he's got so much confidence. You could see it on the tape. You can see how he's walking around playing. I mean, both in man coverage, off coverage, uh, the different things that they ask him to do. Uh, and you see he's making plays on the ball. He's challenging anybody and everybody. And, uh, I mean, he's going to be a special player for them for a long time. And he's, he kind of fits the mold of that kind of a defense. But it's not just the secondary. It's also the defensive line that can be a huge problem for Wilson, who likes to hold on to the ball for a minute, and the offensive line who got bulldozed by the Chargers. Uh, the Jets defensive front, I mean, they're very good. I mean, those interior guys, I mean, all of them, all of them across the board, they're playing at a high level. They're penetrating defensive front, and, and they cause havoc. I mean, they go right, right up the middle, right through their gaps. Uh, they keep those linebackers clean, and the linebackers are playing at a high level too. Um, but those guys are doing really well, especially in the stunt game. I think that's something that you see a lot, kind of like we talked about the pressure stuff uh, a little bit earlier, all the stuff that they're working there. As big and strong and powerful as they are, they're very nifty in being able to get through the gaps whenever you give them a sliver of hope. So uh, they're doing a fine job. One of the offense's biggest obstacles this season has been third down conversions. Having completed only 28% of its third downs on Monday night. 
pathetic. Especially this past game, you know, we had a plan going in there. We wanted to be in those manageable third down situations. We wanted to be efficient. We didn't want to be behind the sticks. And when you have those third down that are manageable, that kind of third and one to six world, that's where you have to be at your best. And that's where you have to be sure you're, you're converting. And uh, throughout that game uh, the other night, that's not where we excelled. We, we weren't good enough on third down. And that was when you really looked at it, we had the penalties. That was kind of a whole team thing. Um, but we were doing some good things in the run game. And a lot of the plays that we didn't get was because we couldn't convert on third down. Uh, so that's where we have to be better. Yes. Yes, you do. And one of those places to be better will also be picking up the blitz. Another thing that this offensive line and Wilson did very poorly on Monday night. Blitz. Wilson is sacked. Tranquil gets his second. They called, they called a perfect call, to be honest with you. Um, that's really what it was, you know, and they, they called a perfect call. A guy made a good play, came right up in the middle, um, you know, and uh, they, they brought one extra guy. We, you know, we didn't have enough guys to block him, so. Uh, in today's game, especially on third down, there's a lot of pressure, and people do a lot of different things to try to get one-on-one matchups, and then they start running everybody all over the place. So there's a lot of uh, picks and twists and uh, all kinds of things, and we try to do different things to be able to try to help us. And uh, but it is it it starts with the line, it goes with the quarterback, and then obviously it also goes to those skill positions getting open the right time in the right place due to the different coverages we could face with those different things that are happening. So uh, there's a lot of different that's the chess match, a lot of different things that you can see and we got to be sure we execute. If that's a chess match, these Broncos are playing Candyland, and they keep getting stuck in the molasses swamp. Luckily for this Denver team, however, it has a defense that's kicking ass and keeping it in the game. Everyone knows it, especially Soleil. Um, their defense is playing at an absolute elite, elite level, and so there's, it's just a matter of time for that group when it, when it starts clicking. That's going to be exactly what I think everyone expected. And I An think. interesting stat pointed out by Benjamin Albright this week on Broncos Country Tonight is that this defense actually gets better throughout the game. In the first quarter, it is 10th overall in points allowed to the opponent. In the second quarter, it's 15th overall. So right around average above average. But in the third quarter, it's 4th overall in terms of points allowed, and in the fourth quarter, fifth. So playing tired, it's still playing very, very good. But it's after halftime that this team really starts coming into their own. In the third quarter, the, the Denver Broncos are fourth in scoring allowed, in the fourth quarter, fifth. So they are a top five Remarkable. defense in the second half. They make the, the slight adjust, adjustments at the half, and then uh, they are able to, to, to shut you down. The problem is the offense has not been able to take advantage of the fact that the defense has shut them down. Right. So this is just very quickly on that. So, yeah, the offense has not been able to take advantage of, but the defense is doing this without the complimentary play of the offense. Right. They're on the field for a ridiculous amount of plays, and yet they're able to be top five or top four in those quarters in scoring without the complement of the offense. They're getting better as they're getting tired. Which is, which is remarkable. remarkable. That almost never happens. And it seems like every week a new star emerges for this defense. And this past week, it was Alex Singleton. The linebacker who's filling in for an injured Josie Jewell piled up 21 combined tackles, which is fourth best in the NFL, and had 19 solo tackles, second best in the NFL of all time. Or at least since they started counting. But that's basically all time. Either way, a very impressive stat. 
Alex has done a great job stepping in there. I mean, he's he's I mean doing everything you ask. I think he had 19 solo tackles, a total of 21. We were talking about it. It's one of the best performances, you know, just across the league and uh, for for years. I mean, he's done a really good job. I think he's such an instinctual player. I think the scheme fits to him, and he understands it. Understands how to fit all things. And it always starts up front. Those guys do a great job keeping people off of them, playing gap and a half, and how they work everything. So, um, I mean, he's done a great job. I can't say enough about Alex. And we've seen Baron Browning just continue to wreak havoc on the quarterbacks, sometimes with too many offsides calls, but still. Between him and Bradley Chubb, this is a force to reckon with. On first down, pass is in the air and picked off by Browning. Patrick Sertan shows us every week that he's every bit the first round draft pick we needed. And he and the secondary continue to make it tough on QBs to find an open receiver. Jets young QB Zach Wilson hasn't lit the world on fire yet, but he's getting better and will be a challenge for Denver. But that's not all this Broncos defense will have to worry about. Brees Hall, the rookie running back out of Iowa State, go Cyclones, is lighting the world on fire. A uh, young quarterback that's playing good, a uh, defense that's really sound and, and really playing well with some young players in the back end, a really good good linebacker core. So um, it's just been just kind of steadying the course, everybody staying together. And you could see that with them, and you could see them traveling on the road and doing good things. And, uh, I mean, they're very good football teams. And then uh, same thing with the running back. You know, they, they pride themselves in running the football, and Mike does a fantastic job on finding unique schemes to be able to get after different defenses. So we know that's going to be a big challenge for us for our defense because they're a good running football team. At the end of the day, all of team, all these teams want to run the ball. Um, and they have a variety of uh, creative schemes to get it done. And so uh, we got to be ready for the run game. Thoreau very talented in terms of his athletic ability. Um, obviously, he's continuing to grow as a, um, you know, in terms of the knowledge of the game. But, uh, you know, he's a very good player. And, uh, you know, he's picked number two or whatever for, for a reason. And so, uh, you know, we got a good challenge ahead of us. In addition to getting ready for the games, perhaps one of Evero's biggest challenges with his defense is keeping them from getting too frustrated with the offense. Absolutely. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we got to win as a team. We've got to find a way to win as a team. And, uh, you know, one big point we make to the guys is that we haven't played our best football. So we got to continue to find ways to be better ourselves and focus in on that um, and let the offense handle the offense. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of season ahead of us, too. So we can't uh, be short-sighted. And we no. No, we can't. This Broncos team must be fully locked in just to keep a game within reach, much less try to win it. Like I said, the games are right there. The games are for us to win, you know, and uh, I think that a lot of the questions uh, that you guys are asking are, are great and valid questions and the ones that we we're answering in the, in, the, in the meeting rooms and everything else. And I think also, too, at the same time, um, you know, uh, you know win winning heals all wounds. And that's what we need to do is win. This Sunday will be a tribute to the Super Bowl 32 championship team. Hopefully, a little bit of that mile-high 97-98 magic will rub off on the current team so we can actually start riding. Maybe just trotting, but we'll ride. Someday we'll ride, Broncos country, I promise. Let's ride. <laughs> Can't help it. I like it. It's dumb, yes, but I like it. Let's get over it. And let's ride. He's outside of Rod Smith and left side McCaffrey by himself to the right. Now Smith in motion across the formation as Elway play fakes, rolls right. 
plenty of time. Still rolling, still holding the football. Now we'll throw it into the end zone. Pass is going to be caught by McCaffrey. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Elway with a long snap count. Blitz on his way. Davis handoff. First down. Terrell Davis, 45-40. Look out. Goodbye. TD for TD. 50 yards on the carry for Terrell Davis. That's been true again today. Play action fake. Elway with time. Going for Smith. He's got it. Touchdown. 59-yard strike. Elway to Smith. And it gets a beauty. Drives Darian Gordon all the way back inside his 20. Gathers it in at the 18. He's got a wall now hitting left side. Gordon won the beat. Look out. 25-30. 40. Gordon in the midfield. Still on his feet. Gordon's got a chance. 30. 20. 10. He's gone. Touchdown, Denver. There are no flags. High, tight spiral. Gordon from the 25. Middle 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Here we go again. 45, 40. One to beat. Gordon down the sideline. Oh, 20, 10, 5. Are you kidding me? Oh, Touchdown. My goodness. Elway in a shotgun with no back to protect it. Elway goes deep. Shannon Sharp picks it up. Double covered. Heads to the end zone. He is there. 4,000 career yards for Davis, faster than any Bronco back to that point. Play fake, Elway, forced, step up in the pocket, lobs one deep down the field, wants Rod Smith, who's double cover. Smith, oh! great catch! An unbelievable catch by Rod Smith. Fourth and two, clock moving at 22 seconds remaining in the game. Gerback on fourth down, and two, takes the snap, back to throw, sets his feet, throwing long for the end zone. The pass is tipped and incomplete in the end zone. Broken up by Darian Gordon, intended for Lake Dawson, with 12 seconds left to go in the game. And Denver is going to beat Kansas City. Snap is good, five-man rush, John throws, pass caught, first down over the 30-yard line, Shannon Sharp, biggest first down of the year, Elway to Sharp for 18 yards, oh baby. Three, two, one, Denver goes to the Super Bowl. He's in motion to the left side. Elway, handoff, Davis into the end zone, touchdown! Same formation, second and goal from the one. Elway, Davis, same play, Davis to the end zone, touchdown, Denver! That was a 93-yard drive. And Terrell Davis has been the man today. Fans in Denver now on the edge of their seats. Long count, Davis into the end zone, rocking, standing up. Can you say Denver is in the lead? Almost offside, but the Packers got back on. Elway, scrambling, looking, running, diving inside the five-yard line for a first down. Is he only 37? How bad does John Elway want to win this football game?